Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Well, I apologize, first of all, for uh, being tardy. Uh, you know, I think I speak for a lot of people. Flying these days is just not easy. And uh, I, I just ran off an airplane. I'm in a quiet area and the plane was uh, two hours late. So I apologize. Um, I couldn't get on the uh, internet. It was just awful. So uh, for those of you that are patient, uh, I owe you big time. Uh, you know, if you want to talk about some of the, tra- I can't believe what's happened to travel in our country with airplanes. I mean, I really can't. There, there just has to be a better way that the Federal Aviation Administration and the White House has to figure this out. Uh, I'm just reading cancellation after cancellation after cancellation after cancellation after cancellation. It's terrible, isn't it? It's awful. Absolutely terrible. So uh, I, I apologize. I absolutely apologize. I did everything in my power to try to get on and get rolling here. and. Um, I mean, just brutal, just absolutely brutal. So I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a great weekend. And if you want to talk to me uh, about the Kings, uh, NBA free agency, uh, the end of hockey season, uh, anything else, uh, I am happy to do it. And we take your phone calls. But uh, again, I apologize, man. I, I, I'm like, you know, I, I'm going to do a rant on this one of these days, but traveling uh, in the United States is absolutely uh, a nightmare. With that said, I'll turn it over to the people that have been patient and waiting like Jeff. Jeff, thanks, man. Appreciate your support. How are you today? Oh, good, Grant. I, I got your notifications. So I've been waiting. <laughs> there you, I almost gave up, but yeah. I said, there's got to be something, I know. There's gotta be something wrong because Grant. I'm Grant, telling you, man. Unbelievable. Grant's a man of his word. <laughs> If yes, said, I am. How are you, bud? Good, good, good. And, and guess, and guess what? The ironic thing is, I own stock in United and Delta. <laughs> oh my God! Well, yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, I, I don't know. What, it's really sad. I got to tell you, it's really. I, I'm not even angry right now. I mean, I am, but I'm. I'm like, there, there's just, there's something. Uh, it's just awful. There's, there's got to be a better way. Our country's too good to have you know, all the airline cancellations and delay. Right. Yeah, I couldn't believe how many cancellations I saw up on the board. But anyway, well, what can I do for you, buddy? Well, well, I wonder, you know, I lived in Germany. I was in the service. I was in the Air Force. And when I lived yep. in Germany, yep. their thing was on time. I mean, the the Lufthansa and uh, the, the trains. Yep. Yep. I mean, if you missed it, if you oh. weren't on time for a train, you missed it, buddy. Uh, 
Yes, exactly right. It was like clockwork. Same in Switzerland. I mean, the clocks, the, the trains literally went to the second. You know, if you was leaving at nine o'clock, as soon as the clock hit nine, the train was leaving. Yep, that's it. That's it. Well, back. Well, I see oh, uh, Watson. They haven't come out of this. Well, now the suspension. Now they're saying indefinitely, and then the latest. And the latest yep. is now yep. suits are being filed against the Texans. I don't know if you think this thing is going to, yeah, it's going to get uglier and uglier. This thing's going to go on for a long time. You know that. I know that. I mean, the bottom line is I don't think he's stepping on the football field this year. Do you? I don't think so. And I think that it's an embarrassment to the, embarrassment to the NFL. It's an embarrassment to the NFL. And uh, uh, Goodell doesn't know what the hell to do. He doesn't want to pull the trigger. And, uh, uh, you know, because... Uh, he's caught in a rock and a hard place because he hasn't been convicted. And then, uh, you know, public opinion. Uh, he, and I don't know. All right. So do you think he's going to ever play football again? I think I think he will. Uh, and then the other thing they're saying, golly gee, the guy's going to be so out of shape. He didn't play last year. He's not going to play this year. I mean... You know? Well, you know, again, he hasn't played in a while. Uh, he's very talented, but I'm with you 100% on that. If he does step onto the field, let's just say he doesn't play this year. Let's say he plays next year. How long is it going to take to work off the rust? How long is it going to be before he is the Deshaun Watson that we were accustomed to seeing in Houston, right? Right. They're not going to let him play the the practice games of preseason because right. he's going to get hurt. So it right. take him a half a dozen, yep. probably take him four, five, six games, even to get familiar, I mean, get in shape, you know. So that's two and a yep. half years, you know. So who knows? So it's ridiculous. So let's talk about hockey. I mean, you got me into the, the finals and uh, golly gee, uh, uh, the Colorado looked like the fastest team on skates. They did. They, uh, you know, I thought the way they came out and played, uh, you know, games one and two after that overtime game in game one, they blew them out in game two. I, I really thought after Tampa went home and won game three, they would win game four. But, you know, give Colorado credit, you know, even though they lost that home game uh, on their home ice in game five, which would have clinched the cup in front of their hometown fans. Uh, they were the better team in this series. They were the better team. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, Tampa's had a hell of a run and I, they're not going away, you know, to win back to back Stanley Cups and then be in the finals. You know, they were down three, two to Toronto. They won game six at home. They went on the ice, uh, went up to Toronto and won game seven up in T.O. Uh, then they held the, the team with the number one record in hockey this year, Florida, to three goals in four games. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they were down 2-0 to the Rangers, down 2-0 yeah. in the third. And to come back and win four straight, they had a hell of a run. That that's a hell of a job. They, they, Colorado they, they, and this, yeah, Colorado is just a little better. Yeah, and would they give up two goals in the last two games? Yep. No, they played great. So, hey, Jeff, listen, man, good hearing from you. I appreciate it. All right, you take you take care. care. Bye bye. All right, have a great have a great week. Bye -bye. All right, let's get to uh, some other phone calls right here, and uh, we will get to as many as we can. So let's get to uh, Jerry. Jerry, you are on Listen App with uh, Grant Napier. Hit your hand icon, and uh, we will put you right on. While you're waiting to do that, I'm going to put you back in audience, and then I'll get you right back on. And we will get to another Jerry right here 
on the listen up. Hey, Jerry, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good, Grant. How are you doing, my friend? Um, I'm, uh, after- been a, it's been a stressful afternoon, but I'm good that I'm uh, I'm here and talking to you guys. What's going on, buddy? Uh, I had to reset my phone about six times. I was like, okay, well, maybe there's something wrong with my phone. Uh, I don't hear Grant talking. so <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your support, buddy. Grant, I want to ask you, uh, since Jimmy Garoppolo is throwing now, um, I and then um, have you heard anything about what how if he's doing better, if he's looking good? I mean, what uh, what have you heard? I haven't heard. I have not heard anything on Garoppolo. What I did, what have you know? Again, the the, the surgical procedure that was done a couple of months ago, uh, everyone thought uh-huh. that he would have no issues regaining. Uh, you know, a hundred percent range of motion. Uh, it would not be uh, have an effect on him. Blah blah blah. So I'm I'm assuming that you know he's going to be as good as new. That's what I'm hearing. And so, Grant, if other teams, uh, um, if they get info that he's looking good, like just you know, just looking like his old self, you yep. think the offers would start uh, coming in for him? I think so. Yes, I do. Um, listen, Niners have made it very clear they're going Trey Lance as the uh, present and the future. Uh, Garoppolo has proven that, you know, he's not a backup quarterback in this league. So it would not surprise me to see him move here uh, in the next couple of weeks. Grant, uh, love the show. Keep it All right, thanks for your patience, buddy. Appreciate you hanging on with me. Be good. Bye-bye. All right, let's get to uh, Ryan right here on Listen Up. Ryan, what's going on today, buddy? I hope you had a great weekend down in SoCal. How are you? Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. I'm doing well. Uh, You're traveling a lot lately. Yes, I am. Uh, I have been on the move a lot, and I'm still got some more traveling to do this week. So, uh, yeah, I'm bouncing around a little bit, and you know, it, it's good and it's bad. It's good. You there, Grant? I don't know if you. Sorry, I don't know if you had any issues getting back and forth to LA, but I have been traveling a little bit here and there. And but traveling is not fun these days. Traveling is not fun these days. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, the last two or three times we've had flights, same issue where they're pushed back, rescheduled, uh, canceled. Uh, the only travel issue we had to SoCal was my wife drove and that really pissed her off. <laughs> that was the biggest one. Yeah. But, um, you know, my big issue, my big issue is, uh, you know, and I don't mind, t- all, I've had issues on several airlines, so I'm not going to pick it on the airline, but my big mistake was, uh, I was on Southwest and, uh, you can't, there's no power outlet. And I'm like, Oh my God, I forgot to charge my phone when I was waiting at the airport. And then I get on the flight and I'm like, okay, I got to turn my phone off. And then we're delayed waiting on the tarmac. And I'm like, Oh my God. And then I'm like, uh, Oh my, I gotta, I gotta have power to do my, my, my show. When I get off the plane, I turn my phone off. You know what I mean? It was just like the whole thing was stressful and a nightmare, but it is. Hey, listen, you know what? There are worse. There are worse problems in the world. But I would say this, without going off on a tangent here, our country needs to fix the airline industry right now because it's impacting, you know, so many people. Uh, I mean, so many people. It's just it, our country can do better than this. I agree. I'm right there with you, and I think I speak for everybody that's on here and was patiently waiting. That we appreciate the hustle, and you just trying to get somewhere where well, you can do the show. So thank you very much for that. Oh. I'm in a quiet area right now, and I appreciate your support. And uh, so, man, I'm just glad to be on with you all. And uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if we can, uh, you know, 
we'll see if we can be on time uh, the rest <laughs> of the week. You know, because free big day on Friday. You know, with free agency starting in the NBA, and you look at what the Kings are going to do. I did a rant on this this morning. It's um, I don't really know how the Kings are going to build this team because now they are going to need help uh, in free agency, and I, I just. I don't know who you're going to be able to get. The word is out. There aren't players and agents that are, you know, getting together to say, hey, let's work out a deal with Sacramento. That's just not happening. You'll get a player or two because, after all, you know, once the well dries up, players are going to need money. And so they're going to sign where they have to sign. But you're certainly not getting the pick of the litter. That's for sure. There's no doubt. And I, I have full confidence in Monty. I, I, I think he's going to – He's shown that he's done a great job thus far, at least with his first two draft picks. We don't know about the third because obviously the season hasn't occurred. But, um, you know, you go back to it all the time about the franchise and the way that it's ran. And players aren't going to want to come here unless it's just about the money, just because of the shit show. That's correct. 100%. So, um, hey, I want to kind of digress and go to this Deshaun Watson situation. You and I have hit on this numerous times. Yep. Do you think that the NFL also needs to hand down any type of punishment to the Texans if these things are true? Yes, they, and they will. Yes, and they will. Absolutely. Yes, I do. Um, and why would I think that they're not true, right? The suit that just came out against the Texans says there's over 100 yep. girls, and the Texans were giving yep. Deshaun an NDA for the massage therapist yep. to sign. So, um, yep. It, it's unbelievable, isn't it? What a sick world we it, live in. It's terrible. I mean, you know? the Browns basically making him the highest paid player in the NFL. Um, you know, they're financing these settlements, and this guy likely will not step on the field this yep. year. And quite frankly, if these things are true, and you know, we've talked, we've had the metaphor where there's smoke, there's fire. There's no way they're not at this point. I'm sorry. Um, it's right. just a fact. And I don't know what, I don't understand how, with all that's come out, how there's not, and you and I are not attorneys. I don't understand how there is not any type of criminal liability here. I agree with you. There has to be. And I think there will be. And I still think that this thing is uh, got many chapters left in the book to write before this story is over. I want to go back and say one thing that you made a comment a moment ago. You said Monty McNair has done a great job. I totally disagree with you. He hasn't done a great job. He's done a, a great job with his draft picks. And you did point that out. But overall, he has not done a great job. This is a bottom line business. All right. The first year he inherited a mess. Last year, the Kings were not a top 10 team. Okay. He's not done a great job. He made a mistake on Bogdan Bogdanovich getting nothing for a talented player. He made a mistake in giving De'Aaron Fox a max contract. He's not a max deal. So we have to be fair here. He has done an excellent job in his first two drafts. I would agree with you. Halliburton, excellent pick. Mitchell, excellent pick. But overall, it's not been a great job. You you either win or lose in this business. And the Kings last year were a 30-win team. That's not great. That's awful. 30 wins is awful. And you have to look at the big picture. This year, the question is, Ryan, is he going to be able to get any help through free agency to go along with what he hopes with Sabonis now and what he hopes – well, he already knows what he has in Sabonis – hopes with Murray uh, – and the maturation of now Mitchell going into his second year, 
hopefully that Fox figures it out. I mean, there are a lot of ifs there, but he needs help in free agency. He does need help in free agency, Grant, but don't you have to grade on a curve with what he's working with yes. in terms of the organization? Yes, uh, he, he, I do. It, it's, uh, I feel like he has done well. The draft picks are the most positive thing. Sabonis, we all know the city was pissed when yep. Halliburton was traded. Traded, but when Sabonis came in, we're like, holy shit, we just got an all-star for a second-year player who likely will be an all-star. But I, when I say great job, I, I say it's like a standard, one standard deviation away from the mean because he's got his hands tied behind his back. He doesn't, by all accounts, and you would know better than I do, he does not have full authority. And the Fox deal, it, you let Fox walk. Who else are we going to get, Grant, that's better than Fox? No, I didn't say you let him walk, but he, he wasn't going to get a max deal anywhere else. Uh, I, I would not have let him walk. He, he, first of all, he would have been a restricted free agent if you would you know, let him play out one more year without a deal. Let me back up for a moment on – you said Halliburton's going to be an all-star. If Halliburton turns out to be an all-star, that's a bad trade for Sacramento. And the reason for that is you had Halliburton on a rookie deal – you would have been able to control his entire future for a long period of time. If if you're right, if Halliburton turns out to be an all-star, you'll look back on that. You will not say that's a good deal. Right now, I would agree with you. I think it is a good deal. I'm a big Sabonis fan. But if Halliburton turns out to be as good as you think he's going to be, then I don't think that's a good deal. But, you, you know, we'll see. Listen, I, I you're, you make a great point. You do have to grade him on a curve. You absolutely do. But, again, it's a bottom-line business. You know, you, this is a bottom line business. Pro sports is you win or you don't win. And right now, you know, through the first two years, his record is terrible. I'm not putting it all on him, but it's just the reality of the situation. And listen, Kings fans don't give a damn whether, you know, Vivek's interfering. I mean, they do. But the point is they want to see a basketball team that can achieve a playoff spot. They don't really give a damn how it gets there. They don't really care what the problems are behind the scenes. They want to see a team make the playoffs. And I don't know, Ryan quite frankly, how this year's team is going to be able to do that based on the teams that are ahead of them. Well, that would be 16 years running at this point, Grant. I mean, uh, yeah. we've kind of, to a degree, lost hope. But that's, things, that's the thing about Kings fans. We never fully lose hope. We trust that it's going to turn around. Um, you know, let's turn it down south for a second, because as you know, I was with Matt, and we were talking, and now reports yep. are coming out that – Kyrie wants to go to the Lakers. Why in the world would yep. the Lakers, after this West Brick experiment, look at Kyrie? Probably because LeBron wants to play with him, and that's going on behind the scenes. That's all I can think about. That's probably why. And, and LeBron's the GM, right? I just wondered it. Well, that. you know, you tell me. I mean, if, if Kyrie <laughs> ends up – if Kyrie Irving – ends up in Los Angeles, you think that's because LeBron wants him? I mean, if LeBron didn't want to play with Kyrie again, he wouldn't end up in Los Angeles, would he? No, I, it's all LeBron. And I, I, yep. I, I was going to ask you that. I mean, how much behind the scenes, and it, it's very clear that he has the swing, but would you want at this point to have, let's say the Kings had an opportunity to bring in LeBron. Do you think that would be a good choice? And actually, you could kind of make an argument because he's made it very clear he wants to play with Bronny. And the Kings have not been very good, so will likely be picking 
high in the next three or four drafts, would you no. do that? No, no, I would not. It would be a, just a Band-Aid for a very short period of time. No, I would not do that. Yeah, I agree with you. So, hey, um, I know you've had a long day of travel. There's other people that uh, want to hop oh, on. Oh, wait. Oh, go ahead. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, you're You welcome. have a good day, all right? All right, Appreciate brother. it, buddy. Good you call. be well. Talk to you soon. Yep. You too. Excellent call. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls. And uh, we check on right here with uh, Max. If uh, Max, there you go. Hey, Max, how are you today? Hey, good. How are you? I'm good, man. What's happening? I just want to talk about the Kings and how they've been in this non-committal void of do we want to try to make the playoffs or are we going to tank, right? And they, they've never – No, you're not going to tank. Yeah, exactly. And they, they, they've been through that over and over and over again for too long, and now they're stuck in this spot where they are forced to not commit to a full-length rebuild. And that's proven through the Halliburton trade because if they were committed to a, to a sit-down rebuild, they would have not traded Halliburton. And they traded for Savonis, which means we're going for it now. And yeah, we're pretty much going for it now, and w which upsets me. Hey, wait! I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you there. Sabonis is 25 years old. He's not. He's 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 still a young player now. Contractually, he only has two years left on his deal. But I mean, it's you, you didn't trade for a player that I mean, Sabonis technically is just now entering his prime. Right, I understand that, but. They we're still trying to organically do this. And like you said, who we're probably the 10th best team at best in the West, at very best case scenario. And and I think at best, what really yes. upsets me too is they really missed on when I look at the offers, I mean the offers that the Mavs accepted for Wood and the Blazers accepted for Grant, hell, even the Knicks accepted for Reddish. I just think the Kings could have put way, way better deals together for those guys. Maybe uh, it's something that we probably will never know because they're not going to divulge deals that were on the table and what they did not accept, only what is hearsay. Uh, we do know what Portland gave up to get Grant. That is correct. That's a very good point. We do know about Dallas. But um, I, I, again, I don't know what the, what the thinking was or what the discussions were between the Kings and those franchises. So you, you might be right. Uh, the bottom line is, you know, you can only go with what you know. And what we know is what the roster is on Sacramento. And I'm with you. I mean, th who are the Kings better than in the West right now that made the playoffs last year? And I did a rant on this this morning. And I said, possibly San Antonio, who only won 34 games. Other than San Antonio, none of the other teams that are in the top nine, I see the Kings being better than this year. Now, I can't predict injuries any more than you can. But if you just look at, like, even a team like the Clippers, you know, they were 42 and 40 without Kawhi Leonard. They're, and, and here's the other deal. The Lakers didn't make the playoffs last year. I got to believe the Lakers are going to retool in free agency and they're going to be back in the playoff run, right? So that means they're going to make the playoffs next year. And one of the teams above them is not. So now Sacramento is going to have to be better than two teams above them in the West. And I just don't see how that's going to happen. Exactly, exactly. I mean, the odds of a LeBron Davis team not making the playoffs is extremely low. The team that I'd probably drop out after this offseason, considering how their organization is ran right now and the rumors going around is Utah. But other than that, 
exactly. The Kings aren't better than any of those teams, and they don't play defense either. They don't shoot the ball well. So it, it, it's really a cluster. Yeah, and, and I would be I, – I think you make a good point on Utah. They're one of the teams that I can see falling, but that would be a really big fall to go from where they're at currently to out of the playoff picture. That would be a, a, a huge drop. Could, could it happen? Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with the Gobert-Mitchell situation. We've got a new coach. Quinn Snyder's not there. I would agree with you, but they're still pretty talented. And, I mean, that would be a monumental fall. But I'm, I'm with you on that. I think if there was a team that we could look at that's going to take a big step back, I think you make a great point. It could be the Jazz. And I also, Max, want to see Phoenix – if they lose the Andre eight, you know, there's a big rumor that the Pistons are going to make a big push at Aiton. Now, I'm not saying Aiton's all world, but he's a good player. He's a starting center on a team that won 64 games. How much longer is Chris Paul going to go? Yeah, they do have Booker. They do have, obviously, other pieces. I don't think that they're going to go from a number one seed to not being in the playoffs. But I could see them taking a couple of steps back as well. But they're not going to fall all the way out of the playoffs. That's for sure. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think they honestly... They fall out of title contender range without Aiton, in my opinion. Yep, I would um, agree with you on that. They definitely drop a few seeds as well. I think they'd be hovering around the, the three to six seed range. But, yeah, I mean, they, they're, they're a non-superstar-led group. I mean, you can consider – Devin Booker is on the brink of superstardom, but I still don't think they would have enough. Yes. I mean, Chris Paul, obviously, he's not declining, but he's not getting any better. So I think they they definitely no. look at a retool. But here's here. the deal, though, Max. If they if but Max, if they lose Aiton, they're going to add something. You know, they're not. If they lose the Andre, yeah, exactly. Aiton, so yeah. so we'd have to wait and see what the roster looks like. But I'm with you on that. I think you make a good point. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, honestly, I just frustrated with what what's going on, and I think the Kings they they need they need to grow a pair and do something about you know adding whether it's more talent now or. Because, you know, Kings fans are tired of waiting. This is not the normal franchise where you can, like I said, just go through a average rebuild. You, you need to push buttons and you need to do it as fast as you can. Yep, 100% correct. The fans have said enough is enough. You saw the attendance at the games this past year. You know, fans are apathetic right now. Uh, are they still fans? Yes, but they are beyond fed up. Their patience is over. They don't want to hear, you know, two more years, three more years. They don't want to hear that. All right, that's not what they want to hear. And I, I just I just don't see it, you know, and I, I don't know how you feel. I'm not crazy about Mike Brown being the coach. I think the Kings did not do a good job in the hiring process in terms of a head coach, in terms of a basketball coach. Yes. But in terms of a head coach, I think the Kings could have done much better than Mike Brown. So, you know, again, we'll see how it all comes together. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, thank you for your time. It was, it was great talking to you. No, thank you. Call again. Good call. Appreciate it. See you, Max. All right. Good job right there by Max. Um, you know, again, I'm not dumping on Mike Brown. I nothing against the man. I've never heard anyone say a bad word about him, but I don't think he's a, uh, the right head coach for this team. I don't think he's a, well, I'll just say it. I don't think he's a really good head coach. I think he's a good basketball coach. Just don't think he's a good head coach based on some of the people uh, that I'm talking to, but I I don't know how you can be a a good head coach when you don't have the groceries to make a really good meal. You know, he's going to really, again, I just, you know, like I was talking with Ryan, and Ryan brought up some good points, but Max is spot on as well. And I think Ryan would concur with this. You know, fans are they're, they they don't want to hear about years. They don't want to hear about rebuilds. They don't want to no 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 not 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 you know not after sixteen years. 
You know, Ryan pointed that out. 16 years. And now I'm trying to figure out what would be a successful season for Sacramento. And I'm sorry, I don't agree with you all that winning 34 games like San Antonio won this year and being the 10th seed and losing in the first game like they did to New Orleans would be a successful season. I'm sorry, that's not a successful season to me. You know, winning 34 games, you know, this it's just not I, – I know it's been a long haul, but that to me is not – that's not making the playoffs. It's just not. Just not. You know, if you're a ninth seed and you lose to the tenth seed, that's a – you know, and you win 34 games, that's not a successful season. Not in my book, it's not. Just not. A successful season to me is being one of the eight teams that are playing in the playoffs. Like New Orleans was the ninth seed. They got advan- They took advantage of Paul George having COVID. Right? After they beat San Antonio and they got into the playoffs. That to me is successful for them. All right? That would be a successful season in my book. For Sacramento, winning 33 to 36 games and being a 10th seed, I'm sorry. I don't judge that as a successful season. I'm not going to be, you know, going gaga and getting my pom-poms out because the Kings win 34, 35 games and are a number 10 seed in the West. I don't know how you look at it, but that's how I look at it. All right, hit me up if you want to talk about uh, anything else. You know, good. the, the, The Sean Watson is an absolute nightmare. For the National Football League. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare from a PR perspective. It's a nightmare from a logistics perspective. It's a nightmare from a legal perspective. There's absolutely nothing good for the National Football League with the Deshaun Watson situation involving the Texans, the Browns signing him to the contract that they did, the you know, Deshaun, listen, you can say whatever you want legally, but I can say something that is basically uh, true. He's got a problem. All right, he has, I don't know if you would call it a fetish of having, you know, lying down on a massage table and seeing how many women can do certain things to him. That's what I think this is all about. This is not, this is not about a massage. These aren't about a massages, really. Come on. Stop it already. This guy's a freaking quarterback in the National Football League. This has nothing to do. This is not about therapeutic massages, all right? Can we knock that off right now? Okay? Really? You're going to see this number of massage therapists, and you're going to say you're doing it for therapeutic reasons? I mean, come on. This is a man that has got a fetish or a sickness. Call it whatever you want. I'm not really sure what adjective to use. I'll start with fetish. Okay, since he has not yet been charged, he's not been convicted by grand juries in the state of Texas. So I will call it a fetish. Okay, this guy has uh, some issues. All right, I'm using common sense here. Got a problem? Let's just call it the way it is. And he can maintain his uh, innocence all he wants. You know, don't tell me uh, on Tuesday. Two weeks ago, 
that you didn't do anything wrong and you're innocent. And then the following week, uh, reach a settlement with 20 out of the 24 individuals. I'm sorry. No. No. -uh. No, that's not innocent. That's not doing anything. That's not being like, you know, perfect person. Get a problem. Is there anybody out there that thinks Deshaun Watson does not have a problem? He has a problem. Okay. We're, we're talking about a quarterback, a, an incredibly gifted athlete in the National Football League, seeing an incredible number of massage therapists. And now this story keeps on getting more and more out of hand. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Watson ever plays football again in the National Football League. Would not surprise me. I, I, I got to tell you, would not surprise me. Can you imagine, seriously, now think about this for a minute. Can you imagine losing a career and hundreds of millions of dollars because you have a fetish about getting massaged and you have a fetish over seeing how far you can get your massage therapist to go outside of the quote-unquote standard massage that's what this is about in my opinion can you imagine seriously can you imagine losing a professional career over that digest that for a few moments right think about that you're one of the top quarterbacks in the national football league and you have the ability to make hundreds of millions of dollars and you throw it all away because you like to get massages and then see how far you can go with a massage therapist, sexually speaking. That's what this is about. That's what this is about. All right, Ryan wants to get back on and uh, we'd love to hear what he has to say. Uh, so go ahead, Ryan, I'll put you back on today. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, Grant, I know it's not draft day and you don't usually get on twice, but um, I gotta say that is spot on, like to the point where I had to come back on. You're looking at 200 to $300 million. And that is more important than, or the fetish is more important than a career. We're, we're talking about somebody, let's be honest, that could probably have any damn girl he wants just based off his money. So it, it, you, it, that just really, I had to tell you that you are right on about that because that's exactly what it is. And that speaks to the power of what's going on because that fetish is more important than money. And we're not talking about a hundred dollar bill. We're we're talking about yep. millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars. So it's it's crazy and it's sick. And I I had to reinforce or want to reinforce, like you said, this is only this is going to continue snowballing. So I I, I don't I don't know what to say. What a nightmare! What a nightmare for the National Football League. This is I mean you're just getting ready to start a new season. And you have this hanging over the head of the NFL. This is a nightmare. This is like awful for the National Football League, who already is having issues from a, uh, a public relations perspective with their social uh, messaging uh, on the field, and which has really turned off a lot of fans. Not, I mean, it, 
I'm one of them. It turns me off, but it doesn't turn me off enough to not watch the game. So that's all the NFL cares about. The NFL doesn't care what I think about their social messaging on the field or the helmets. They don't give a damn what Grant Napier thinks. They care whether Grant Napier is watching the games or not. And I'm watching the game. So, you know, I don't, I'm being transparent here. I don't want to sound hypocritical. I don't like the messaging on the field. I don't like the messaging on the helmets. And I've said this before, the New York giants are an awful football team, but I like the fact that there's not one social message on the back of their helmet. Nothing is on any of the New York giants helmets. And I, for one, as a fan of that football team, uh, that makes me proud. Absolutely. Grant, this is two nightmares. The first nightmare is anybody that was affected by Deshaun Watson. I mean, to speak up yep. and come forward, you mentioned yep. it before, if they have spouses, to have to say, this happened. I mean, imagine, you know, your wife coming home to you and saying a circumstance like that. Let's just put it that way. But you're right about the NFL. That's the second nightmare. They have dropped the hammer on people even before it was innocent, before proven guilty, dropped the hammer for PR reasons. And it is a nightmare for them that they have completely dragged their feet in the mud with this situation yep. because it is so damn obvious what has happened. And, you know, I, I don't see how it, it's hypocritical, basically. That, that's what it is. They are fucking hypocrites. Yep. They are hypocrites. 100% correct. Hit it right on the head. So, yep. I, sorry. You, you got me fired All right, up buddy. when you said that. So, no, you. Uh, I appreciate it, bud. All right. Take care. See you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yep. That's exactly right. It's unbelievable. All right. Uh, since we're hitting new topics, we I don't mind getting people on for a second time in a show like Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Grant, I had to come back on again, too. <laughs> I mean, this guy, I mean, you're calling it a fetish. I'm calling it human fishing. That's what this guy was doing. He was fishing for sex. Fishing. Yeah. I mean, you know, like you, I mean, that's just the definition of what you're saying. He was just seeing how far yeah. he can go and costing him big time. Now I'm going to ask you a question and I'm not going to hold you to answer this. Okay. Because it could get you in trouble and especially with your court and everything. Okay. Go ahead. Just ask if me. he wasn't a man of color or if he wasn't a star quarterback, say he's a defensive back or some other position play, alignment, would we be waiting for them, right. Phil? Would he be already <laughs> banned or, I mean, he or suspended? What's your, I mean, you don't have the answer because, oh, I don't think it's I, I, on this particular, on this particular 
situation. I don't think the color of his skin has anything to do with it. I do think his notoriety and the position that he plays has a lot to do with it. Okay. In my opinion, as you prefaced it, uh, if it was a DB or an offensive lineman or whatever, they would have already suspended him and they would have moved on. But the fact that this is one of the most high-profile players in the league, uh, yes, that's why it is such a, a big story and why everyone's talking about it. Had it been the starting center for this particular, I won't even mention the team, had it been right. a starting center or a starting guard, no one would give a damn. Nobody would even be talking about this. But because it's a star quarterback in the National Football League, it mm -hmm. becomes a story. I don't think the color of his skin has anything to right. do with this the particular guy would have, the story. Guy would have been, the, first of all, the guy would have been cut. The team would have cut him. Correct. That's correct. That's correct. 100% correct. Yeah. All right. That's all. That was all I had. Yep. See you, buddy. You know, again, I, I know that race comes in there just about everything in this country. I don't think race has anything to do with this story, regardless of, you know, I mean, if you think about it, if you really want to, two grand juries decided not to convict him. Okay. So definitely we're not talking about a, anything to do with race. This is not, and Lord knows there are a lot of stories in this country where race comes into it, this is not one of them, nor should it be, nor should it be. You know, race should have absolutely nothing to do with anything that goes on with Deshaun Watson. We get caught up in celebrities, we get caught up in big stars, and that's Deshaun Watson. He's a big star. And that's a great point by Jeff. You know, had it been a backup defensive lineman or, you know, defensive back or, you know, we wouldn't be well, I'll give you an example. I mean, Alvin Kamara, you saw the video, right? You saw Alvin Kamara, the Kamara, the video, correct? And again, why is the NFL wait, waiting so long on these stories? Alvin Kamara is a big-time player. In, and his in the video is very self-explanatory there, okay? Like, hello? So, you know, the NFL has never been a league that receives accolades and positive press for the way they hand out fines and suspensions. They're all over the map. There's no rhyme or reason. There's no rhyme or reason with the National Football League. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. All right. Hey, if you want to uh, come on the show before we wrap it up, just hit your hand icon. Again, thanks, everyone, for your patience today. What a freaking nightmare it is trying to go from point A to point B anymore. Um, the free agency begins again Friday. And I, DeAndre Ayton's probably the top of the list. Brunson's on there. There are a couple of other players. And then we'll see if the Kings can get lucky and overpay for someone to fill a void. And this team needs perimeter shooting on top of a few other things. But what they really need, and Jerry Reynolds keeps on telling me this, and he's right, they need good basketball players. That's why I didn't like losing Bogdan Bogdanovich for nothing. Because whether you like Bogey or don't, he's a good basketball player. You know, go ask the Atlanta Hawks. He's a good player. And the Kings let him go for absolutely nothing. And you don't become a better franchise by letting good players leave and getting nothing in return. I mean, if you had a uh, a nicely cut 
good color two carat diamond are you just gonna like give your diamond away and get nothing in return even if you have a beautifully cut good color two carat diamond and even if you trade that in and get a beautifully cut one carat diamond at least you're getting something in return for your precious stone but if you have a beautiful two carat diamond and it's a precious stone and you lose it and you don't replace it well how how does that benefit anyone you know i just i didn't understand that did not make sense to me did not make sense to me so we've got nba free agency and and listen what, what else are we going to talk about for two months right I'll, I'll do a rant on this coming up i mean it's just crazy uh I, i'm not in the listen the yankees and the astros just had a very fun four game series and i'm like well, so what you know like the reason why i say so what is as good as the yankees are i saw the houston astros you know completely shut them down in a couple of games and i'm like why would it be any different in the playoffs where pitching is at a maximum and the yankees if they don't hit the ball out of the ballpark they're not going to win and they got lucky and i'll say lucky yesterday because Aaron Judge, they hit the ball out of the ballpark. That's less likely to happen in the postseason. All right, let's get to John. What's up, buddy? How are you today? I hope you had a good weekend, John. Uh, it was a little bit trying, to be honest, Grant. Kind of like your day, I guess. But I got through it, and I got through my Monday. And it's uh, good for you, buddy. Yeah, I, I'm glad I got through it. And, hey, I like the multi-call Monday. Uh, Ryan makes great points every time I call, every time he calls. Uh, uh, yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's a, yeah. he's really really good, man. He's really good. Well, I good. think I've lived. I think he called you years and four years, or I don't not as long as I have. Perhaps he's not as old as I am. However, I believe I, he called your show when you had your show back in town, and uh, I think he has great points. I just I, I like to hear that out of him. Yeah, he's great. What I want, what I wanted to talk a little bit, well, a little bit. Congratulations to the Colorado Avalanche. You know, I was rooting for a game seven. Don't really have a dog in the fight but man the way tampa bay almost came back was pretty good they got to be pretty dang proud about that and even though they've had a nice long run hey they're going to be a good team next year too and they they probably no realize question. that yeah no question about it in colorado those guys they stand every single everyone there stands on their head they're ready to go so you know uh, props to them is all i can say yep. way to go good job and yep. They were really close last with year, you. if I recall. Yeah, no, they're a good team. I mean, they, they've had, they've been there, yeah. and uh, they just they kind of punched through this year. And um, I give them a lot of credit. I, they were really, really good, man. They were really yeah. good. Yeah, they worked their way up, and and it went how they wanted. And congratulations to them. You know, not that I was rooting for them. But like I said, don't really have a dog in the fight, but congratulations to them. The Kings, and I heard you talking a little bit. I've been in and out a little bit, and – um Getting rid of Bogdanovich, I guess that was the worst thing that Monty has done. Well, getting rid of him for nothing, because I love the dude. I think he was a great player. And obviously, like you said a few minutes ago, Atlanta loves him. And hey, there's got to be 25 other teams in the league who are scratching their head. And well, he's better than Buddy Heald. You know, and uh, I mean, <laughs> they, they, let's just call it that way. They had two two shooting guards <laughs> that were both starting shooting guards. And, uh, you know, he's he's... He's a better all-around player than Buddy Heald, so uh, you didn't get better when you just left him, let, let him go for nothing. That was to me pretty sure, pretty apparent. I 
I've never seen the ball go out of bounds off Buddy's face. I mean, off of a bogey's <laughs> face. <laughs> oh, my God. And I've seen it off of multiple, multiple points of Buddy's body in uh, one game or maybe even one quarter sometimes. <laughs> but, yeah, know, right? Not that Isn't he doesn't fall wrong or and everything, but, man, being the last one on the court, and it takes him until the third quarter to warm up. <laughs> you know, it took him oh my God. to warm. Once he's warm, he's ready to go. But, man, alive. What are you doing yeah. before the game, Buddy? But yeah, yeah. by the way, the other, the, the other the other the other issue is Kyrie Irving says he's opting in to his thirty six and a half million uh, <laughs> deal and says he's returning to the Nets next year. Yeah, you think? I mean, you know, really, we're gonna we're, we're not we're not gonna opt into our thirty six million dollar deal. It's just unbelievable. What kind of world are we living in, man? You know? Well, hey, he's only gonna play half the game, so cut that in half. It's only eighteen mil, anyways. So you know, right? that's how it goes. <laughs> oh my god, crazy! Man, you never you never know what you're gonna oh. get, Grant. I know. I know. Amazing. All right, buddy. Listen, you uh, have a good week. All right. Hey, you do the same, Grant. I will call Wind Compelled later in the week and have a good rest I of appreciate my that. Thanks, man. Take it easy. Good stuff right there. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, I appreciate everyone's patience today. You know, we've talked a lot. You know, again, that this lawsuit now with the uh, filed against the Texans, uh, alleging that the team enabled his behavior. This is uh wow. It's gonna be crazy, you know. It's gonna be this gonna go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. I'm not gonna go on and on and on. I'm gonna wrap it up uh and uh head home and I will uh talk to you tomorrow. I hope everyone out there is doing well. Thank you very much, and we'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Listen Up. So long, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.